0: Just doing what you do. What do you do, Lisa?
1: What?
0: What do you do? Uh, what do I do? What? Do, what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Monster Baby Podcast, people. My name's Ted DeMezon. I'm
1: Lisa Rowland. This is a curious ramp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation.
0: And we're glad you're with us. Yeah. You specifically. We're glad that you specifically are with us, though. We don't quite know who you are.
1: That's right, but nonetheless, we, we per- are glad we persist. Yeah, um, today's episode is about identity, so we have a, a pretty a pretty juicy conversation about what does it mean to be who we are, and who we aren't, mm-hmm. and how that can change, and what how improv and mindfulness, of course, uh, comment on that.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start with a little bit of Buddhism. Well, actually, no. Start with a game. We start with a game that we learned. I learned from some friends, so you know that's that's cool. It's called clanging.
1: And then we get deep into we don't exist. So just gonna buckle up for that. <laughs> that comes after.
0: And then we come out of that. Perhaps we do continue to exist enough to continue the podcast. Yeah. And then we'll get you home with uh, we'll get you home with some interesting thoughts about social media. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you and enjoy. Yeah, that's that's the deal there. Before we get to the full episode, just want to mention. If you'd like a holiday gift for a buddy, try the Playful Mindfulness book. It's based on the podcast. I'd love to share it with you and go to playfulmindfulness.com or .info. You can find info there. And uh, I've got a couple of classes coming up in January through Stanford Continuing Studies. One is in person Wednesday nights starting January 18th, Playful Mindfulness. And one is starting Thursday nights, January 26th online. Anywhere in the world you can join us called Mindful Communication. We'd love to have you with us
1: try this stuff out
0: you got anything you want to let people know about before we get in no all right let's get there
1: go for it party on people
0: <laughs> all right so yeah i want to teach you this game i learned this game from dion flynn who's a comedian improviser uh He's the guy who worked with Kat Coppett. When we did the exercise, the inside voices exercise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who who did that created that with her. Oh, great. Okay. Great. So I saw him again at the Applied Improvisation Network online conference recently, doing this thing with Josh Radner who's an actor from the TV show How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Really sweet guy. And they shared this game that they came up with when they were in acting school. And it was just this game that they played to pass time and they, they, they shared that Dion used to be like a, a pain in the butt. It was really hard to be friends with him because he would always sort of, <laughs> as I understood it, snap a little bit and like say things that weren't as nice maybe. And, and they had this tension and Josh like wanted to be closer but was hesitant. And, but they found that this game was a way for them to hang out and just chill and have a great time and they could go for hours. They demonstrated and I thought that sounds so fun and we got to play and it was really great And I think you'll love it. Great. It's a little tricky to introduce without a demonstration. Oh, but I think you'll pick it up
1: Okay, let's try. So
0: the, the idea is it's basically like you're going back and forth verbal tennis All right. We start with a word or a phrase and then the other person Repeats the word or phrase and maybe adds just a tiny little change. Okay, maybe another word Maybe a change of tone of voice, a change of perspective, some emotion.
1: Could you give me an example?
0: Yeah. So uh, if you say shadow, I might say shadow.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then you might repeat it. And we'll go, well, uh, let me give you a couple other tips and then we'll just try it out. Okay. And they emphasize that the spirit is that you just keep it going back and forth. Don't try to add too much. Don't try to do too much. Okay. You just see where it goes. And... That. Is there anything else I want to say? Oh, it's perfectly okay to repeat Whatever was just whatever said. Whatever just said. Yeah. Okay. We just kinda of keep we going. Just back keep the thing going. Yeah. Huh. So what's a what's a juicy word we could start with?
1: Um pomegranate.
0: Pomegranate. Pomegranate.
1: Pomegranate.
0: Pomegranate.
1: Pomegranate.
0: Pomegranate seeds.
1: Pomegranate seeds.
0: Pomegranate seeds now available. <laughs>
1: Pomegranate seeds now available for $9.99.
0: Pomegranate seeds now available for just $9.99.
1: Just $9.99, folks. Just $9.99.
0: Hey, just $9.99. Buy them all.
1: Buy them all. Come on down.
0: Come on down. Buy them all.
1: (laughs) Buy them all and then buy some more.
0: Buy them all. Buy more. Buy as many as we have available.
1: Buy some for your neighbors, friends, and family. Hey, bye bye. 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 Take care. Byline.
0: Byline. New York Times.
1: New York Times uh, reporter coming at you hot.
0: Coming at you hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Are we doing it?
1: Yeah, let's just keep going. Okay, great, great, yeah. great, great.
0: great. Um, well, I'm gonna let's pause. Let's pause. Yeah. What do you notice so far?
1: Uh, well, it's like a, it's like just sort of like free associate. It's like feels like. Like a juicier free free association Mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I love seeing the little surprises that show up. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to go there. Yeah. They call the game clanging. Huh. They didn't have a name for it, but then somebody was watching them play, a psychologist who said, oh, this is like clanging. People with, oh, I'm forgetting which disorder, a mental disorder disorder. Do this kind of thing where they just kind of keep repeating things back and forth. And oh, wow. Multiple personality disorder. Oh, wow. Or schizophrenia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they can just go back and forth. But so, yeah, so let's try another round and okay. we'll just we'll Just let it keep going.
1: Just let it keep going. Okay. Whatever strikes me.
0: Right. So I'm going to start with um, switchback.
1: Switchblade.
0: <laughs> Switchblade knife.
1: Switchblade knife in the back.
0: Switchblade knife in the back. Really, 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 uh, really Really great.
1: Really, so good. Just so good. Oh. Really great.
0: It's it's, it's so good. No, the it's best. So,
1: it was just the best. You really, you should be proud. Proud of yourself.
0: You should be so proud of yourself. Mm,
1: so good. You were so. I'm proud. I'm proud of you.
0: I'm as proud of you as you should be of yourself. <laughs>
1: we There's two. It's a it's a whole pride. We're in a whole pride.
0: You know, the lions are here. The tigers are here. The pride. The tribe. We're here. (laughs) We're proud.
1: We're here. We're here. We're queer. Deal with it.
0: (laughs) We're here. We're queer. We're proud.
1: We're here. It's a pride parade.
0: Pride parade. Joy. (laughs) Color. (laughs) Um, uh, Joseph of the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Hey, Broadway shows, anyone you want. Joseph and the Technicolor Amazing Dreamcoat on sale now.
1: Anyone you want. Come down here. I got tickets. I got the best tickets. I got front row tickets. I got
0: center tickets. I got balcony
1: tickets. What do you want? I got them.
0: I got tickets. I got them.
1: I got tickets. I got tickets for you. I got tickets for you. I got tickets. You got tickets.
0: You got tickets for me? You got tickets for me? You got tickets for me?
1: Oh, you giving me a ticket?
0: I'm going to have to give you a ticket.
1: You want to think twice about that?
0: You might want to think twice about giving me a ticket. You just might want
1: to think twice about giving me a ticket.
0: I've got a badge. You might want to think twice about this.
1: Here's my badge. Think twice.
0: Here's my badge, number 9726.
1: 9726. I'm here for security.
0: 9726 security. Can you buzz me in?
1: Security. Buzz me in, please.
0: Buzz me in, please.
1: Buzz me in, please. Buzz me in. Buzz me in, please. Buzz me in. Buzz me in. in. In, please. Buzz me in please. Buzz me in please. Eh,
0: eh. Come on in. you. Uh, I just buzzed again. Shoo.
1: Now entering the bridge.
0: Shoo. Now entering the bridge. Pay the toll. Now entering the bridge. Please pay the toll. The toll is $2. What's the password? Toll is $2 is your password. What's the toll
1: is the toll is $2? Is there's a your, troll can I, under the bridge. There's a troll exacting the toll. It's a toll uh, pay, troll.
0: Pay the toll to the troll on the bridge.
1: On the bridge. Three Billy Goats gruff.
0: <laughs> three Billy Goats gruff blowing your house down.
1: Blowing your house down.
0: <laughs> blowing your house down?
1: Blowing your... You
0: blew the house down. Dude, we blew the fucking house we down. We blew the
1: house down, man. We brought the house down. They
0: were crying in the seats.
1: Crying in the seats, man. Tears were falling.
0: Uh, the tears... Tears... Tears were falling. They
1: were falling. They were falling gently and softly upon the upon the earth.
0: It, it was it was like a a poem of creation. It the tears were falling like on the
1: dropping earth, dropping the tears into the earth, watering the barren land, such that something may grow. The
0: the barren lands are growing.
1: The barren lands are growing. They're, they're growing. It's time. It, the time has come. The time has come. The time is here.
0: The time is now.
1: The time is now.
0: The time is now. This is your time. This is your time. You must go alone. You you must go alone. You
1: must go alone.
0: Go alone. Go alone. Go by yourself.
1: Why don't you go alone? You don't need a date. Go alone.
0: Hey, it's a prom. Go alone. It's a
1: prom. Go stag. That's what we used to call it.
0: Go stag. Go deer.
1: Go, go, stag. go stag. Go deer. Go a deer. It's nice. It all comes back You know, to the beginning.
0: Yeah. And so here we are with Rudolph the Red-Nosed (laughs) Reindeer and Christmas. So that's clanging. (laughs) Isn't that fun? It is fun. It's fun. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like. It's, it's, it strikes me as like, I don't know. I think it's a good improv and mindfulness game because it's sort of improv and it's purest in a way, but you're also, it's different because you're not building a story
1: yeah you're right? so you're paying attention to something else. There's like snippets of stories that's really fun. It feels it sort of feels like running past a lot of stories mm-hmm. and you're hearing bits of them and you slow down past some of them and speed up past other ones. and you're sort of just like catching little snippets of things happening as you go by, but it like morphs and turns and it's really mm-hmm. it's like a dream.
0: Mm-hmm. that's cool. Oh, I like it. that's that's a cool way to say it. yeah, and then. From the mindfulness perspective, it's like the game Clover or any other word association game where you're just responding to what's come before. Yeah. Immediately, it's it, uh, there were occasional callbacks or what's the other word we use
1: reincorporation. Thank
0: you, reincorporations where something comes back, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. And because I'm still so new to it. And Dion and Josh were like, hey, we don't control the game. We don't even know what the rules are. We've discovered them as we've gone along. Yeah,
1: we just do this. And this seems to be what we're doing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm noticing
0: what I like and what I don't like. Oh, yeah. But that's not to say it can't be something else. Right.
1: And probably is different things depending on who's playing it.
0: They play the way they play. They usually are taking the same character. Oh,
1: they're in a character. Well, oh, you mean they're not in conversation? Exactly. And we got into conversation a couple couple times. times. Yeah, a
0: couple times. Right. So, (laughs) I made the choice not to go. Um, no, we don't do that.
1: Great, thank you. Which, (laughs) thank you. I don't feel like I would have felt quite as free to play had you stopped me and told me I was playing this new game wrong.
0: (laughs) This new game that doesn't have any rules. That doesn't have any rules. But I, I like. I prefer. Having that I like doing that Every now and then But just having it be limited
1: Yeah Like we're not getting
0: Into a scene Whereas one time I saw people playing And they did that For a long time I was like Oh it, it didn't Resonate for me as well Uh huh Yeah But who knows Yeah Anyway Dion Flynn Josh Radner Thanks guys You can They have a, an example Because they've done it A few times As a performance oh! At an improv show Or a comedy show For how long They'll go for like 10-15 minutes
1: And it's really fun. I mean,
0: they're they're both brilliant. And they have a great rapport. Yeah. Uh, So it's really fun to check it out on YouTube. Super fun. Yeah. Cool. Dion Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N, Josh Radner.
1: Um, Thanks for teaching. Yeah, thanks for playing. That's nice.
0: I invite uh, listeners, I invite you to. Grab a friend and try to play. And
1: yeah, play the game with no rules that may go something like what you just
0: heard. Something something like it. Yeah. And if you want an example, go check out Dion and Josh or play this for your friends.
1: How do we Google that? Like, how do we find the link to them doing
0: it? Put in their names and the word clanging. How
1: do you spell Dion?
0: D-I-O-N.
1: Oh, D-I-O-N.
0: Mm-hmm. Dion
1: Flynn, Josh Radner. Okay, great. Good question. Cool.
0: <sighs> okay, that's a good warm-up.
1: Okay, yeah. So we're here to talk about identity, Ted.
0: Yeah, this is... Ostensibly. This is the assignment. Ostensibly speaking. I mean, now I feel like clank. <laughs> what 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 does ostensibly mean?
1: Um, How would I describe it?
0: I mean, I have a vague sense, but I, I've never thought about... I don't recognize the roots of it.
1: Me neither. Is ostentatious related? Yeah, I don't think so. Because those are spelled differently, huh? Yeah, very differently. Ostensibly. It's like in name. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, listeners, get on it. Get back to us. What the heck is ostensibly speaking? In any case, ostensibly <laughs> speaking.
1: Ostensibly, we're supposed to be talking about identity. That's the that's the topic we decided to talk about today.
0: And, and I am stunned that we have not gotten to this topic yet. Our, it,
1: it feels like a big one for you.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's right in the wheelhouse for both mindfulness and improv. And, yeah. Uh, We don't have many of these left.
1: Many of what's left? (laughs) These topics. Topics that
0: are in the wheelhouse. (laughs) That we haven't done. We're sort of scraping
1: the bottom of the barrel here. (laughs) We're
0: We're reaching out into the dark to see what else we can pull out. It's more like when we got to the bottom of the barrel, for me, we got to the bottom of the barrel and we looked inside and was like, wait, there's this whole section right at the top of the barrel.
1: There's other great stuff in here. (laughs) This is like prime. We've looked right past it.
0: This is the heavy cream. Yeah. Yeah. Why does
1: it seem so? Well, like, what about it? Are you like, oh my God. Is it, you know, what, what lights you up about it?
0: Okay. So on the mindfulness side of things, identity is one of the first things you get to in Buddhism, Mm -hmm. or I should say challenging identity. The idea that there is such a thing as a self and, you know, that most of our suffering comes from our attachment to. Our identity, or trying to hold on to who we are and protect who we are, mm-hmm. and that it doesn't really exist—at least not the way we think it does. So that's like the starting point for so much. And and I, the example that helped me get a hold of that first, the best was Thich Nhat Hans' example of a flower, that a flower is made up of all these non-flower elements. Mm-hmm sunlight, water, soil, wind, rain, um, ants, right? A flower is made up of petals and the stem and the leaves and and all that. But anything that has gone into that place before, so if there's a human who's passed by or a raccoon, all of those non-flower elements make up the flower.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Is there such a thing as the flower? Yeah, it seems like it, but not really, because it's got all these other elements that are making it up. Right? So a piece of paper is made up of all these non-paper elements. In a similar way, we are. So I am my parents. I am the schooling I've had. I am the food that I ate today. I am the experiences I've had. I'm the friends I have. I'm the culture I live in. All of these things make up who I am. Mm-hmm. Is there any Ted here? Hard to say, right?
1: Okay. All right. All right. I got. It. <laughs> uh, now this goes
0: against our cultural norms I'm in gonna, the West.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Here I am taking the part of cultural Western cultural norms.
0: <laughs> uh, Western cultural norms. I am a product of Please, Western cultural norms, and Come
1: on in. I am not nearly as well read in. I, I am. I am. Uh, acquainted from afar with Buddhist mm-hmm. principles. Truly. Mm-hmm. When you say there, we, don't, we, aren't, we don't have a self the way we think of it, What? It, well, how do you think we think of it? Oh, Like what are you saying that, that doesn't exist?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, I use the word I all the time. Like, yeah. right, and, and me and mine and like this is my family. This is my belonging. This is what I'm here to do, like what I love. Yeah. I am a I am an introvert. There are all sorts of labels I attach to myself. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a middle child, right? I, that I think means something. Uh-huh. I'm an Aquarius sun with a Scorpio moon, and so th- those labels that I attach to myself then create expectations. Okay. And then create ways of being, and then create filters, and then. My experience confirms those filters,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I reinforce those labels, and then so I think that's me. Got it. Or I'm the person that I see in the mirror. I'm the guy who wears the glasses and has the bald head and who's six one and whatever. Well, presumably, I'm probably going to be those things tomorrow, right? To some extent. Yeah. But what if I weren't holding so tightly to my sense of that? You know, might I be different? Might I'm putting in quotation marks. I be different
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it it's just it's so embedded in the way we think yeah. that we exist that there's something substantive to uh, that you are separate from me Lisa's over there Ted's over here yeah. that it's like beyond our comprehension to imagine oh wait actually no we coexist we mutually exist we co-create each other right and so along these lines of like Oh, what are the non-Ted elements that make up Ted? You are actually a big part of that now Uh because of all the stuff we've been doing and the friendship we've had. Yeah. Right? So is there a Ted de Maison now without Lisa Rowland? Well, no, not as we know him. Right. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's trippy. It's tricky. It's tricky. Because I'm like, are you six foot one wearing glasses, eyes of this color? It's like, well, you're, body is mm-hmm. this body mm-hmm. in space is so mm-hmm. like I maybe is shorthand right
0: right yeah but like that
1: is true that is true right to, to some extent it's true yeah I mean to what extent is it not true like at what point like where is it not true
0: let's say that my well let's you know if you lost your hands yeah right are you still the same person are you still you or if you lose your yes, voice. Yes, but
1: your body no longer has hands. Yeah. yeah. And you and you're shifted by the experiences that you so so I guess my question is like, are you saying the concept I think like I feel like if I like zoom way out and like put my consciousness in space, I can understand we're all the same. In the same way that I look down at like, I see a colony of ants. I don't see like, oh, look at all those unique individuals. <laughs> right? Like I see yeah.
0: There's Jeremy and Sherelle. Sort or... of
1: a, a, you know, more, you know, like a collective noun mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. And and I, so I can imagine sort of like, we are all humans on this planet. We are animals who like subsist on this planet. There's no, we're not, we're just not so different as we think we are. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get that, but I don't think that's, that's what you're saying. Because like, oh, oh, maybe it is what you're saying.
0: That's part of it.
1: But like the idea that. Like, I can really get behind... And this is the thing that I'm interested in with regards to identity as well is, like, the the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves. Mm -hmm. That those are not helpful. Mm -hmm. But the idea that, like, I don't know who is to say that I'm six feet with red hair. It's like, I don't know everybody. Like, anybody with eyes and myself. And, like, those are, like, sort of physical characteristics. And, like, could my hair turn gray? Of course it could. Mm -hmm. And could it turn straight? Of course it could. And could I shrink? Yes. And could I become an amputee? Absolutely. And, like, all of those things... My memories of me being the the, having the body that I have, I became pregnant and then was no longer pregnant. You know, like so. Of course, I am. I don't still have my conception of myself. I am not carrying pregnant because once upon a time I was. And I guess similarly, we want to be really fluid with our or like hold lightly our idea of who we are, so that we may be. So we may be truly what. What we are or what we may be yeah. without without having that defined by what we think that needs to be.
0: Well that's so you you just used a word I don't know if you said fluid or fluidity, but like that's part of it. Is that it's it's not it's not a static self and it's yeah. not a separate self. Yeah. Right. So the notion of like, yeah, you okay, so you're a mother now. Right. That wasn't part of your identity before. Yeah. It was a latent possibility. Sure. And now it's an actuality. So is, is Lisa now the same as Lisa was then? No. Right? So there's, there's right. this changing Totally, always changing nature. Yeah. And and that's part that's sort of the other truth. There's there's no separate self and there's no there's always change.
1: There's no like essential self. Right. I get that. That it's like this idea that like we are a product of everything in our world. So this is so interesting. So, the idea of like, well, that's just who I am is like, well, it's what you've done for your life. Mm -hmm. And like, we can do lots of things. Mm -hmm. And we have capacity for changing what we do. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about this. Like, I was listening to the radio about a woman who, you know, it's the 10 year anniversary of Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook shooting. Mm -hmm. And so I've been listening to a lot of people talking about that tragedy. And how it made activists out of so many people, mm-hmm. right? Like, what did people do with their pain? Mm-hmm. Just like unimaginable pain. And active. I was thinking activist. I was like, I, I would like to be an activist. I, I'm not an activist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I really admire activists. And I would love to like put my body to work for causes in that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not an identity I hold. It's an identity that would be cool to hold, and I feel like the part that is that says there's no self is if I am like, "Well, it's just not who I am," which is not which doesn't mean anything. It's like, no, it's just not what you've done right
0: well yes but, uh, and, but yeah and, there, and there's but something else too, yeah. which is that I mean, I think that there are certain things i I find my my tastes changing, mm-hmm. for example, right, or my desires changing. Part of it's just, I think, aging. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as interested in going out as I used to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, maybe that's because of COVID and I sort of reset my system. Yeah. But I also just like, I don't feel like I need as much stimulation as I used to. Not that I was Mr. High Stimulus <laughs> before. <laughs> but but that has shifted. Yeah. And so I'm, I feel like I'm a new a new person that way a little bit and and so i, I would say no i'm a i'm a quiet guy mm-hmm. you know I'm, i don't need a whole lot
1: but when, but when you say i am a quiet guy that feels like that attaches an identity to quiet that like may change
0: oh exactly right exactly that's, that's what i'm saying but i do tell myself that and i do tell other people that uh-huh as if it's true as if it's true as if it's true. That
1: this is sort of like, ah, essentially who Ted is? Yeah. Ted is quiet yeah. and sort of lays low.
0: I'm an introvert who needs time alone to recharge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Right. And if I don't get that, I start to feel mentally unhealthy. Uh-huh. Right? So don't get in my way of getting that time. <laughs> well, I don't know. That seems to be have been true over time. Yeah. Does it need to be? Yeah. so there's an image that I found really helpful Gregory Kramer who wrote Insight Dialogue uh-huh. which I think we've talked about before I went on a retreat with him and we were talking about the, these notions of self and he talked about how our notions of ourself is like a, a ball of uh, rubber bands they're like tightly wound together and they just they build on each other build on each other and they just you get this ball of rubber bands and that each of those strands is like something we identify with, cool. we think is true about us. Oh,
1: that's nice.
0: And that the more of those we have, the more tension we feel uh-huh. because we have to justify that identity, protect it. We
1: have to live into that and live
0: into it. Yeah. And we defend it. If somebody threatens it, we'll, you know, fight back. Yeah. And so the, he used the image of the, in the, on the retreat of like just loosening. What if? if this is a ball of thread that's tightly wound if we can just pull a thread out loosen kind of get some more space in there and open it up it's like now it becomes like a ball of yarn Uh that's not too tightly wound and you're going to get more space like oh I can just breathe I don't have to be this person that I thought I built myself up to be Mm -hmm. now I can be present with whatever my body mind system is taking in I'm seeing things I'm hearing things I'm feeling things Mm -hmm. I'm having reactions hmm okay and when i'm in that mode when i've got that ball of yarn or rubber bands is loosened up and there's more space then the sense of self becomes much lighter and it's like it's more like a pattern a ted pattern rather than ted mm-hmm. like oh okay he tends to do this and it's sort of kind of what you're describing like oh yeah i think i'll find him at his home because he seems to live at 99 westbrook yeah he seems to be six one. I have
1: reason to think he might be there today. Yeah,
0: but he, you know, but he might not be. Yeah, that kind of, and it just, yeah, it starts to feel light. I mean, even as I'm talking about it, I can feel mm-hmm. a sense of lightness and possibility and greater ability to be present in the moment rather than attaching to something that came before or that I want to come later.
1: Yeah, does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Totally. There's still a bridge for me between that and I don't exist. That's the thing, right? That I'm like... Right. <laughs> it feels like deep Buddhism that I don't... I don't quite understand it yet. Well, it's
0: I don't exist as a separate being. Because, From what? So it's like... Um, because... Again, I'm relying on TikTok Han. He would say... Or would have said he's passed away since we last met. Uh, rest in peace, Tik Han. Yeah. But th- that there's no... Of course, there's a sense of something that we are something that that we exist, but that the the notion that we're separate is what really gets us in trouble. Great. And so, to start thinking of it as a
1: we're all part of an interacting
0: constellation of like influences and patterns, and we bump into each other and then change because we bumped into each other, and we're never the same. Yeah. You know, every moment is that way because you stopped and got food at Whole Foods today. Right. You will never be the same. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming to think of like, oh my God, how is that dosa going to change my life? But
1: it kind of doesn't matter.
0: Right. Because well, you don't well, have to know. It, what it, how come it doesn't matter? I
1: mean, it's only overwhelming if you feel like you need to entertain all of the ways that that might change your life. Ah. Uh, it's like, but if you're like, well, yeah. And drinking this water is currently changing my life. Mm-hmm. And not drinking more water is changing my life. Right. And you I'll know bring to that. when if if life change right it's like but i'll never know who i might have been had i not drunk in this water or stopped at whole foods and i'll never know so it's like yes yeah, so just live your moments mm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's only overwhelming if you feel like you need to know it mm. i think
0: yeah i think well certain certain people of us maybe me sometimes have the ability to kind of latch on like oh well, wait what if and yeah. zzzzup, zip off into some well, I think that yeah I don't know I think we get attached I certainly do to certain events like this is really important I really want this to happen if it doesn't happen I'm going to be crushed Yeah. or it did happen and I'm so ecstatic well I, you know maybe it was as important as I thought or maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. um, if I'm not so attached to it building my identity so anyway I love the, I love the notion of no separate self and how relaxing attachment to things i identify with or as creates more space. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one way i saw them saw them related. Cool. How about you? You were the one you you came up with the idea? Well, or it showed so up for you. Or...
1: quite relevantly, i was, you know, i'm in this i'm a, my identity has changed, right? i'm a mom. I'm a partner. All of that sort of happened at once. Mhm. And so uh, no I'm not a partner in a law firm. I'm a partner in a romantic relationship. <laughs> <If that's laughs> important. That really, would have been a real identity about switch. I'm being a partner, you know, I just want to make clear for any yeah. new listeners out there, not a I'm not a partner at a law firm.
0: We've got different audiences. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. We mm-hmm. never know. We don't want to make any assumptions here. That That and I've I've just I'm I'm more minimally involved in performing than I ever have before, and I recognize that I have an identity as a performer. Like Mm. my identity is, Mm that's what I do. That's what I do. I love that identity. I am attached to that identity, and so 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 number one is sort of a meta level. If a performer isn't performing anymore, are they? Right. Are they a performer? Right? Do I stay a performer if I'm like, you oh, know, I gotta tap out? Uh-huh. This isn't feeding me anymore. I'm not. So, I'll see you around. And I stop performing.
0: Oh, well, so that's a, that's a different take than I was thinking. Right? You're saying if it doesn't feed you, rather than you just don't have time to.
1: Those are the same. You make time for the stuff that really feeds you, from, from, in my experience. Okay. Like, I, I have capacity. I could make it happen more often mm-hmm. if I'm willing to devote time and money to okay. it, okay. right? Getting sitters, missing bedtime. But if it's like, if it feeds me enough, I do that, then I right. have the time, right. you know. So it's not that I'm physically unable to get to the theater more, yep. but I'm un, I'm uninterested in getting to the theater more because there's other things on my plate that are... Right that I want to devote my energy to. You're not interested to. In enough
0: to override the other things you're in Yeah,
1: to sacrifice those things. Right. Which is bedtime with my daughter and putting her to sleep and having dinner with her and having an evening with my partner and, like, those, those things. Like, my – what I'm – the shape and rhythm of my life is dramatically different Yes. than it was pre-pandemic for both of those reasons, kid – you know, like, parent-partner and also – because pandemic changes us, yep. right? So it's like yep. we reset and figure out how far afield we want to go and how big or small we want our world to be or what feels comfortable is mm-hmm. different and new and all that stuff. Um, and so that question of like, oh, am I, am I still a performer? You know, yeah. like,
0: it's quite the... and if
1: I'm only performing once a month, do I get to call myself a performer? And like, what is the threshold for like,
0: right oh, she's not a performer anymore. It's like,
1: yeah, you say you're a performer, but like, what do you spend most of your time doing? You know, like that's, you're not, you know.
0: Yeah, and then there's the question of, does that ever go away? Like, even if you never performed again, Do I still you're retain still gonna, some? Yeah, I can't imagine you, like if you get the chance to speak at a wedding, make a toast. Right. Whoosh, here comes the performer. Come right back out. Yeah,
1: totally. So there's, so that
0: piece. Okay, so that one of the things you just mentioned, which is cool, I hadn't thought of before, is that, in a way, what you're describing sounds like your identity is made up of your priorities or one of the first determiners of your identity is mm. what are your priorities and where, do, where are you choosing to place your life energy, Yeah, right? So it's not that you don't like performing. It's that it doesn't rise to the top as often, so it sort of sloughs off, mm-hmm. doesn't get as much time, doesn't get as much, okay, similar, like, yeah. People ask me, am I a musician? Well, I used to play guitar all the time. I've got a guitar sitting in my living room. I almost never play anymore. Am mm-hmm. I, as you're saying, am I a musician? My musician. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Is there yes. some
1: essential quality that says, well, I have this capacity, I have this capability, right. I have a passion, I, but I don't
0: but the, do the, it for that time in my life where I was playing every day? Sure, because it was a priority. It was rising to the top right. of my priority list. And so somehow it, ha- it hasn't been. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting, just coming out of what you said, that yeah. priorities might get. Might make up our identity
1: Yeah Yeah
0: Have you ever done the exercise Who are you? I don't know It's just a Just a Simple mindfulness exercise So you have sit with a partner And the partner says Who are you? We might have even done it Maybe We might have done it On the uniqueness paradox Uh, Episode maybe uh We just ask the other person Who are you? Who are you? And they just keep responding With little things And you know Usually goes through Pieces of their identity Goes through all the little pieces We'd usually name But then eventually kinda goes to I'm a river of consciousness. I'm a a poem. I'm a You really start reaching. (laughs) Hey, I'm not reaching, I'm a river of consciousness. (laughs) That's not a reach for me. (laughs) That's my prior highest priority.
1: I lead with that. (laughs) I think anybody I meet on the street would tell you.
0: Yeah, there was one time I did it was in some course. Or maybe it was working with a coach, a life coach or something, where I created a business card for myself. And what did I say? It uh, there, there was like I put on a business card myself, Ted Damizone. Friend of Oh It's like partner in human circles, friend of earth and sky, song of integrity. Or something like this. <laughs> I was like, I'm kinda like that. You're
1: like, it's true. What circles you hand that business card out in? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't give it at the lawyers meeting.
1: Yeah, right. At right, your networking event. Uh. I like I liked
0: the idea of being a song of integrity. Totally. I don't um, I don't know if I live up to that all the time, but mm. you know. Aspirational. Somebody looked at the business card and like, "Really?" <laughs> I don't get it, brother. You're
1: like, "Listen, identity is fluid, okay?" Yeah. <laughs> we are many things. <laughs> actually th- loosen this, up your tension ball this rem- <laughs> loosen up your rubber band ball man <laughs> become a ball of yarn then you'll understand this reminds me of one of my favorite quotes of Walt Whitman uh, when, I'll maybe butcher this but it's something like so you say I contradict myself so I contradict myself I contain multitudes is the thing that I remember mm-hmm. I am something I mm-hmm. contain multitudes and that idea is so lovely. It's like, oh, number one, per- permission to contradict yourself, to not be what you were, mm. what you are today, mm-hmm. not be today, what you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I liked that before and I don't like it now. I wanted to be that before and I don't want to be that now. I, whatever it is. And that there are many pieces of you. Yes. There's many, you contain multitudes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, yeah, I don't think you know me. Yeah. I, and I shouldn't think that I know me. Right. Because that can be a lot of things. There's always going like to be a lot. life match. is long and life has seasons and we can show up in different ways and yep. attach to different organizations, titles, etc. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you think of it this way. I think it's family systems therapy and psychology it has the notion that we have different selves and different yeah. parts. And I love that notion of like, give voice to this part, the part of me that's afraid, the part of me that's confident, the part of me that doesn't care and just let them have a conversation Oh my gosh, it's so healing Yeah. To be able to just acknowledge those different voices As if they were real Give me each a chance, like, okay, I guess I'm the facilitator Go ahead, part of me that's afraid Great. What do you need to say? What are
1: you afraid of? What, yeah. How could this go wrong? Talk yeah. to me
0: And then part of me that's confident Go ahead, what you, how yeah. come? Why are you confident?
1: And it's so nice that it's not like a, Okay, uh, prove it Or like, win me over Or like, say your piece so that we decide if you win But it's like Like my therapist would say, yeah, they all get to be there, and you just get to decide who you're going to hand the keys to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. of course fear is afraid. Are you going to give fear the controls? Right. Like, and I have thought when making big decisions, like my decision to become a mom, that I had to convince all those voices. Uh Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, no, no. I mm-hmm. think some of them will be scared forever. Mm-hmm. Like, there may be no convincing them. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Yeah. You can just be like, I hear you. Come on. I got you. I know you're afraid. I know we're going to do this. Yeah. We're all going to do this together. You know? Yep. And and it's so that I find so healing, where it's like, oh, this is not about who's going to win. Mm-hmm. They all get to be there. Mm-hmm. They all get to be there. Mm-hmm. And then who are you going to hand the keys to? And this is where this identity thing is interesting, because... What is your gut? And what is that piece of you that's like, amid all the voices, this is true for me. Right. Like.
0: Or this is the truth I'm going to give the keys to. This
1: is the truth. Yeah. yeah. Like this is, what do you want? Mm, if I get really quiet, you can hear this tiny voice. It's like, this is what you want. Mm. And who's that, mm-hmm. right? And what are values if there's no self also? Mm-hmm. If the, right, like, mm-hmm. there are things that I that I think are, right, and maybe values are cultural as well, you know, but this idea that my dad would always call sort of universal truths of, like, if you want to be loved, you have to be loving. And if you want to be trusted, you have to be trusting. And if you want people to open up to you, you have to open up to them. Mm-hmm. And if you want, right, like, the, on, a, on a real level, mm-hmm. there's a reciprocity of human relationships and and the way that we meet the world affects the way that the world meets us Sure, and I guess those aren't values I guess that's just that's just real and you can see it or not Yeah, in, in my view
0: right right it might be yeah the, you're talking about who you're giving the keys to and not and not being a battle like who's gonna win the image I sometimes think of is that those voices are like an orchestra mm-hmm. and i the I is the conductor Or mm-hmm. the I that I want to be living from Is the conductor That pulls together the orchestra And so it's like Yeah, we're not uh, Fear, you've got your little bell and we hear you And we hear you And we're going to need you to come in And sometimes when
1: you feel like You're not being heard You go fucking crazy with that bell it's Like bay, 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 bay. And it's like Okay, alright, okay I see you, I value <laughs> okay, you
0: Okay, let's everybody pause Great <laughs> Everybody pause <laughs> there you need a minute? Put the bow down yeah. <laughs> Put the bows down And we're going to Fear, what do you got to say? <laughs> but the notion of like, we're making music together and we need, each, we need each voice or each instrument to, to offer its piece to the collective, you know? That's nice. Uh, but then, yeah, I love your question of like, who's, that, who's the conductor or who's the, who's who's the, the central who's voice, and who's the eye of the storm? Yeah. The eye. I, in quotations, of the storm, yeah. yeah. Big questions. Big questions.
1: Okay, so here's the other reason that it felt okay improv relevant to me. Okay. Not just because I, on my personal journey, I'm like, oh, I used to perform so much more, and now I don't. What does that mean about me?
0: Uh, I'd be okay if it was. Thank you. The you know the, the you in quotation marks. We're <laughs> loosening it up. If Loos- there
1: were such a thing <laughs> if, as if me,
0: you were the you that you think <laughs> is well, there. was feeling Let's
1: pretend this. I exist for a right. minute, and okay. then we'll do this podcast with that assumption. Okay, the other piece that I have found so valuable in improv is actually exploring these multitudes. Mm-hmm. And, well, and, oh, I have two things to say about this. But one of them is the idea that improv makes you play characters that are wildly different than yourself and, and particularly valuable if you're playing characters that hit a little vulnerability button for you. So if you're, not, if you're really accustomed to deferring, playing characters who are super decisive. If you are not at all in touch with, I'm sure, I think I've probably talked about this before, but, like, learning to play sexy characters or vampy characters or femme fatales or, like, any of that sort of heat on stage was, like, a journey for me because I never saw myself that mm-hmm. way. Like, I, I, that was, took a while for that to set right, in in right. terms of my own self-concept. And, but having, but it's like, like, you may not feel scene, it in yourself, but this scene needs scene it. This scene needs it, And exactly. you're the femme yeah. fatale, so find your heat. Let's go. You know, yeah. And realizing you can perform these things means, well...
0: It must be in there somewhere. It's
1: in there. And then it's like, well, what else is mm-hmm. everyday life mm-hmm. but making choices... Like you do on stage. I mm-hmm. mean, like, there is a difference. It's not like we're all performing all the time, but to an extent,
0: mm-hmm. we kind of are. Sure.
1: You know, RuPaul says you're born naked. All the rest is drag. <laughs> all the rest is drag. And there's and so you know sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going to a corporate event,
0: corporate. Drag. I'm gonna play corporate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to kids thing, kids drag. I'm going to this thing, this drag. You know, the language I use, the. The strength of my handshake The way that Like these little choices That I make It's like Okay I'll put that on I'll put that on I'll put that on And then of course It begs the question Put it on what Like
0: Right Put it on what And also Because people are experiencing That as you Right They then are informing And feeding that part of you That Mm -hmm. side of you That uh, That appearance of you Which Which Maybe reinforces Or tightens up The identity ball Right Because like Oh that's who you are Squeeze Right
1: Then I will expect this from you. Yeah. And then I get better at delivering that. And then I think it's who I am and they think it's who I am and it feeds itself.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And like, so you, I love that you said that because you think about relationships and families, the roles we take on in families and how hard it is to get out of those roles when we, you know, like you can start to step out and then nope, that person's going to pull you right back in because you get out of line and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Who, who have you become?
1: Who are you who, anymore? I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then we're like, okay, I'll, I'll come back into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get back in line.
1: Without even knowing it. Without even knowing you're doing it.
0: Right. And it can happen in little micro steps.
1: Yeah, and you can do it. It's like not even that it's done to you. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I start behaving like the youngest kid in the family who where everybody else is going to make the important decisions yeah. in that family system yeah. because that's how, what being a youngest kid is like, yeah. you know?
0: Well, you, I know we've mentioned this before. Uh, in some earlier episode but you when I was taking classes with you would encourage me to play the obnoxious guy or the villain because you'd yeah. say in scenes oh you're always so sensitive and caring just and, like
1: rational yeah, kind right, always attentive
0: Yeah. so be a jerk let yourself be a jerk and how hard that was for me right. to play that it still would be yeah. I don't like being I want to be a nice person Yeah. I like being kind but I or I should say and I have noticed in the last two years or so I'm way more in touch with my anger than I ever was mm. some of that is circumstantial like I you know I have things that are that challenge me and I, I notice it flares up in ways that it didn't used to but I think it's partly because I didn't let myself feel it mm-hmm. because it in, was threatening somehow in my family we didn't do anger yeah I did, rarely saw my mom angry rarely saw my dad angry so I was like oh, I guess this doesn't exist well of course it exists yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm angry. There's shit that happens and happened, and there's injustice in the world, and like things shouldn't be the way they are sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so okay, but now what do I do? That am I am I like, for me to feel there are some days where I feel angry all day. I'm like, I hate it. Ugh, I don't want. I don't want to feel this way. Like, why do I want to kick something right now? You know but oh, I guess this is this long dormant part of me that's, or that's maybe it's just part of me now and right. it wasn't part of me then. So I'm sort of playing around with like, what are the different emotions, different emotions can show up? Or as you're saying that like vampy heat, yeah, femme fatale kind of person like could show up.
1: World views approaches, what you're leading with, how you're relating to the world. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, Jungian psychology would say we, yeah, as. Whitman said, "We contain multitudes. Everything's in there. We're all. We've all got these archetypes. These human archetypes go across. We all got them. Even astrology would say that. <laughs> You've got your, your pattern. You tend to hang out and whatever sign your sun sign is in. That tends to be familiar to you. But you got them all. Yeah. So we all communicate. So how do you communicate? What's your style? How do you do it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the idea. The idea of getting to play." play different people and expanding my range. So you're saying being able to play different characters and when I play different roles on stage or in a scene, it feels like it's practice Yeah. for being able to be wider, bigger, have more choices in real life too.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Rebecca Peretsky, dear friend of mine, studied with a clown named Giovanni, and I forget his last name. I asked her once because I have quoted him many times on this podcast. Giovanni the Clown. Giovanni the Clown said, um, you play it or it plays you. Mm-hmm. Because they were, they were, I think the process was sort of like finding a piece of yourself and then building a clown character based on that piece. Mm. So especially if there's some like, you know, yeah, especially if there's some like, like yeah, anyway, p- picking a quality and then sort of making it larger than life. Mm-hmm. That if you can't play it, if you can't run it around, it's going to run you around. Mm-hmm. If you can't name it and put it out there and and tinker with it mm. and dance with it, play with it a little bit, then it's then it's running you around.
0: Mm-hmm. They all uh, coming they back to this the f-
1: like the wisdom of clowns.
0: Yeah, well, it, this this is bringing me back to the family systems thing, which is. Like, they all want to be heard. They all want to be recognized. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's part of the reason you give it a voice. is like, oh, okay, they see me. Finally, they see yeah. me. The conductor saw me. Yeah. Okay, good. I don't have to squirrel or squirm or pout or, you know... Try bang, to get attention some bang other on the way. drum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's always some positive intention to that part or to, to that piece of the identity. Yeah. Right? That's cool. Okay, so if you... I'm thinking of like are there parts are the ways that you describe yourself if somebody says so who are you what do you do that's a, that's such an identity question what do you do how do you answer that now
1: I'm a performer and a teacher of improvisation and I teach communication skills okay but I don't say I raise a daughter and I don't say
0: cuz you're going on the the cultural assumption that we're talking about what professional do you
1: do? your job yeah
0: yep. mm mm-hmm. mhm I usually add a, an adverb at the beginning of the sentence, like professionally.
1: Mm. I have started to ask people, so what do you do with your time?
0: Mm-hmm. And nice. then
1: they can answer whatever they want.
0: Right. Oh, you know, I mope about the house. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something to eat. Wallow mostly.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: That, now wallow, we're getting somewhere. That's a real word. Wallow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Wallow.
0: What do you do with your time? That's nice. What do you do
1: with your time?
0: I think because. I, yeah, I think I've asked that question before too. I
1: right. remember I asked somebody this. And they were like, oh, I. And they gave me their hobby first. They gave me the thing that they were most passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it was like. I want to say it was like racing cars or restoring vintage cars or something like that there's like i mean i'm a software engineer but that's what i
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that reminds me of in classes i have when i teach classes i purposely don't i leave out exercises that would have people say their profession yeah Because I don't want people's identity, those identities, they're so magnetic and so sticky and so status laden. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want those in the room yet. Right. Like, let's get to know each other just...
1: Let's just play together. Through the play and through
0: interaction and mutual experience. And so that's making me think of the ways that when we learn of other people's identities and we either feel repelled or drawn to them because of them, Totally. how that might be, maybe that's helpful but maybe that's harmful and that we don't have the chance now to connect with this person in a way we might otherwise right there was
1: because we tell stories about whatever they whatever yeah. the answer to that question is
0: there was i read a piece about marjorie taylor green the mm. congresswoman who personally i find uh abhorrent yeah in her politics and her way of being and so on and so forth but one of my facebook friends my business school classmate Talked about how he was in a restaurant with her, started chatting her up before he realized who she was. Mm. And she was totally pleasant.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Totally nice, nice to his kids, just had an easy rapport. Yeah. And then either later or later in that moment or later, he realized who she was and was like, oh my mm. God.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like it totally blew his mind because right. of his preconceived notions, but also. Well
1: But also she contains multitudes. Exactly. She's like a lovely person to have a chat with and funny and nice and witty and has disgusting, hateful beliefs about other people. Right. Like both things are true. Just just,
0: yeah, puts them forward and yeah. And so,
1: yeah, and then makes legislation about them, like legislates based on hate and divisiveness. Like, and she's great with your kids. Yeah, and she has a warm, sparkling personality,
0: which is really trippy. It's
1: like so, yeah. Like, there's just so much you don't know, especially, and then, and that goes in both ways, right? Like, when you meet somebody who is really not warm and doesn't have a sparkling personality and isn't great with your kids and is a little bit cold and standoffish, and then, so you make all these assumptions about who they are.
0: Right, but then they're the brilliant scientist who created, you know, some breakthrough technology the head to, of a
1: charity that like yeah, makes huge difference right. in terms of how people care for one another you know like i mean it's yeah. like you you just don't like one thing doesn't mean anything it was like we we tell so many stories about other people
0: right mm-hmm.
1: and ourselves
0: yep and those sto- those stories are sticky yeah sticky and magnetic and
1: and they can be hard to get out of yep. they can we can be hard to
0: all right, so let's let's give maybe maybe this will be our last question. Mm. Let's say you want to change your identity, or you want to get out, you want to unstick a story. How do you do it?
1: I think you make a different choice. Hmm. What do you mean by unstick a story? It's like, oh, I see myself as
0: I keep falling into this pattern. Yeah. I go back home with my family. I keep doing the same thing. How do I, how do I get out of it? Yeah. You said make a different choice. Yeah. It's funny, the first thought, that, the two thoughts come to mind when you say that. One is like, I'm not sure it's that easy. But then I think, yeah, it is. And the, the game, New Choice, comes up. Uh-huh. Right, the improv game, New Choice, where somebody's starting a scene and there's a director in the scene and can pause the scene and say, new choice. So whatever line, the last line that was just said or the last gesture, the actor has to do something different and the scene restarts from the new one. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. And as a demonstration of that, Principle. Yeah. Do something different. Do
1: something different, or like the the idea of like falling back into the same pattern with your family, right? First is like being aware that you're doing it, recognizing it, and then naming the parts the the parts of that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I oh I always get back in and I just like defer to whatever's happening, or right. right? I sort of like don't pipe up, but I do have opinions, but I just never name them, and then recognizing that it's like, well, that's not how I act in other places. Right. It's okay. So next time you have an opinion, say it. You know, and of course it's easier said than done, especially depending on your context, right? Right. It's like you may have a family system that like, oh, if you shift in ways, in particular ways, it may make a very big, like those ripples may be intense. Right,
0: and you might get whacked back into place. And you may
1: decide it's not worth it. Right. Right, like it might not be worth it. But I think that, like recognizing, I guess, when you're, responding to a limiting story you have about yourself like well I can't just stop performing that's who I am mm. it's like well hold on <laughs> play that out what would happen if you stopped performing right right would you like vaporize you know <laughs> would you dematerialize well, I, would you sort of
0: I saw Lisa some time ago but fade away yeah
1: or you know because some I think it I, th- I actually think it can feel that way hmm like I think it can feel like I, what would I be? I wouldn't be anything mm-hmm. if I didn't have this thing that has always been sort of central to how I am in the world. And I give that up, and then it feels like I, then I, then what have I got? It can feel mm-hmm. super, super threatening to the idea of like who you are,
0: especially if that thing that you do or the thing you're talking about is your mm-hmm. node of connection to all these other relationships you have. Yeah, right. All the non Lisa elements that make up Lisa yeah improv has been so central it's not just the performing it's all the people you know all the memories you have all the experiences
1: well that yeah that's the right yeah
0: i've, I've been feeling that too with as i've withdrawn more from the improv world
1: mm-hmm.
0: like well, what about all those people i knew yeah where, where do they all go right and i've got so many of those networks that you know of course i can't feed them all all the time right the I'm part of a business group called Thrive Academy. Well, after the pandemic, we all went online, but we haven't come back offline, and I'm not really interested in doing the online stuff anymore. Yeah. I don't see those people anymore. Right. Oh, bummer. Yeah. You know.
1: And then and then, and then my, my yeah. thing that I, is like, well, then if I fall out of contact with people, if I'm no longer connected, that's like the big threat to my self-image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, I actually... There, I think there's a part of me that actually does feel like I might just disappear if, right. you know, if I'm not connected to people. Yeah. That's like, that's my work, everybody. That's my, <laughs> that's, that's my journey. Well,
0: yeah. And and exploring it just as we're talking about. You, you used the word that some of these stories can be like dreams. And um, the, the sticky stories of identity, like this is who I am. Or this is how I play the role in a group. And I was reminded of... Uh, The movie Inception, Mm. um, which is like you didn't see it. Okay, well, so it's this group of um, you could call them adventurers, or like investigators, or who are going into several layers of dream worlds, and so they tap into a dream world and meet each other there, and then within that world they might need to dream another layer deeper. And
1: oh wow, right.
0: So it's a very complex movie. It was really cool, but one of the ways that they Can get out is by leaving themselves a reminder of what's real and that, hey, you're in a dream world. And so Uh I don't remember exactly, but it's like there's a top that spins. This guy's got a top. That's his symbol or his signal. And And when he spins it, if it keeps spinning, he knows he's in a dream. If it falls with gravity, eventually he knows he's in real life. Got it. And so it's like when you go home with your family and you're trying to play a different role.
1: Oh, like what's your touchstone? Can you
0: give a little touchstone and be like, "Oh, right, I'm. Rem- I can see that pattern's happening now because I've got my little touchstone." Right,
1: that reminds you that of how else me. you are, or what, yeah. how you are out in the world, yeah. or another way you can be, or another way you want to be. Right. That's lovely. So
0: you know what would what would be a way to bring Like, do you when you go see your family, do you carry a stone in your pocket? So when you reach into your pocket, you feel a stone, and you're like, "Oh, right." I'm not that way when I'm not home mm-hmm. with my with my family, right? Uh, like, what would uh, what are the other options for remembering? Yeah, that we that we're trying to make a new choice. Yeah, yeah. One of them can be a friend who's with us and saying, "Hey, I think you want to make a new choice." <laughs> Which is one of my for me one of the joys of having a partner mm-hmm. is going into old ways of being and then having her say, "Can you see that that pattern's happening?" I'm like, "Oh." Oh my God, it is, totally. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the pointer. Because yeah. I wasn't seeing it.
1: Right, right.
0: So, cool. So cool. Right Thanks, on. Man. Anything else you want to say about identity before I don't we think so. send it's people good, off to their... It's
1: nice to have the chat. Yeah, fun. It gets, it gets, me, gets me thinking.
0: So, okay. All right, well... I'll ask you in the outro what you're thinking about now, but we're not there yet. <laughs> no, no. So save stay that. tuned. Save that. I stuff. might, I
1: might really have, have an epiphany between now and then. Yeah,
0: come, come back, people, for the outro after we're done. But yeah, this is fun. Thanks yeah. for, thanks for the topic.
1: Thank you, and thank you, Dion and Josh for mm-hmm. clanging.
0: hmm I'm, I'm excited to clang some more. I'm kind of sharing it with lots of people. I, I, I don't know if Dion and Josh know what they've unleashed. Yeah. But
1: I'm sure they'd be pleased. They are. They yeah. are.
0: All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks Stick everybody. around for the outro. We'll uh, we'll close up there. Bye bye. All right, folks. So that was it. That's our episode on identity. Containing multitudes.
1: What are we at? When are we? What are we adding in? Where are we in the outro? We're in the outro. We're doing it now. Are you aware of that? No, now I am. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. What you, yeah. hey, ladies and
0: gentlemen, welcome to the outro. I mean, I'm going to tell Lisa. <laughs>
1: Thank you for clarifying.
0: We're just about to start.
1: Here we are. Cool. Ready yeah. to do an outro, Ted? I think.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm ready.
1: Okay, great. That was it, everybody. Thanks for listening. That's our Monster Baby outro. Folks, did
0: you hear that change in identity? (laughs) (laughs) Lisa put on her professional voice. And I'm
1: showing you what I want you to see.
0: Ah, You contain multitudes. I
1: contain multitudes.
0: You, okay, in the short interim since we pressed pause and pressed outro, play, or record, you said you wanted to add something else. Oh,
1: just, I feel like one of the things that I, that is attached to identity in a, in really unhealthy ways <laughs> is social media. Mm-hmm. And, right there, I mean, obviously, all of the research that says it's it's horrible for girls, really horrible for girls, self-image, young girls, sort of adolescents and young women and all of that, uh, which is enough. And I find that the process of trying to figure out how to perform my identity on... Social media is very stressful, mm-hmm. and it's not its not that it's stressful, but it puts me in this mindset of like, yeah, scanning my life for moments that I can show people, right. and I don't want to experience my life that way. Yeah. So I never post.
0: I almost never post. Unless now. I have a show. Hmm.
1: If I have a show, I post on Facebook. But I never post on Facebook because I don't want that. I don't want... To do that to my life. You don't want to play that game. To my experience of my life.
0: Yeah. Selfifying your life.
1: Right. Pixar didn't happen. It's like, I don't need to prove to you that it happened. Right. I don't need to show you my breakfast. I don't need to show you how much I love my partner by posting a I, birthday post. I, I don't need to show you how grateful I am for this moment of calm in a day. Like, I don't need I. I don't need to prove to you that you I'm to, having those moments. I
0: just want you to know, I miss seeing your avocado toast.
1: Well, I'll show you my avocado toast. Say <laughs> Let's share some avocado toast.
0: I'll show you my avocado toast if you show me your poached eggs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. If you show me your gratitude for this moment of calm in your day. I'm like, don't, just take your moment of calm. Yeah. You don't need to put that anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, but different people have different ways they use social media, so there's no no judgment there. I, but for me, yeah. the way that it intersects with with identity is super dangerous.
0: And uh, it just you mentioned that, I think of how technology shapes identity and how... I used to think of myself as somebody who was great with maps and directions, and I'm not as good as I used to be. Yeah. Because I use GPS all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, shifting. Okay, cool. Well.
1: Anyway, that's my that's my deal. Fine. I could go on for a while about that. Thanks for the addition. This, this is just an outro.
0: Yeah, there's some outro music playing behind that Jeez. tells people it's the outro.
1: Okay. So, we got to wrap it up.
0: <laughs> we better get to this. Okay. Thanks well,
1: for listening, everyone. Yeah,
0: and we're recording this on December 14th, so it's holiday season.
1: Yeah. Have a great holiday season. I hope you, yeah. I hope you find warmth and, um, you know, post your moments of calm. Yeah, and when if they uh, when they come along. If
0: you're in the southern hemisphere, I hope you're enjoying your summertime. But uh, if you're here in the northern hemisphere, I guess it's still you know, Christmas for it's Still a holiday season. Right.
1: So whatever, ho- you know, whatever the weather.
0: Yeah. Hey, party on. Tag us hashtag
1: if, monster. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, now I'm just in a. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: If you need a holiday gift mm. for a loved one. Or even if you don't need it, but you want it. I think the book, Playful Mindfulness, which is based, derived from this very same podcast, makes a great gift. What
1: a brilliant idea. Yeah.
0: So go to playfulmindfulness.info or now playfulmindfulness.com. Either one will get you to the same place. com. And uh, and order a book and I'll sign it. Maybe if you time it right, we could even get Lisa to sign it too. Whoa. What a weird notion that would be.
1: Whoa. never signed a book for anybody. That's exciting. Mm. Because I haven't written a book. That's why. Well,
0: but... For the Monster, Monster Baby Insiders. I'm involved. You're involved. Yeah. And for other folks, I'm starting a mindful communication class online through Stanford Continuing Studies. So if you go to Stanford Continuing Studies and type in mindful communication, you'll see that. That starts Thursday, January 26th. Great. And then there's a in-person, starting Wednesday, January 18th, intro to playful mindfulness class through Stanford Continuing Studies.
1: Go check it out, people.
0: This is... January 2023, these classes will so it's start. A
1: very long outro. Yeah, but that's okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, if you come to this podcast episode years from now, these classes will have already happened. Yeah, great. So I just want to clarify. Even months from now. But you could still order the book. Yep, always. All right, folks. I hope your identities are, are loosened a little bit. You get more space for breathing, being, trying. You contain multitudes. You are multitudes, dude. Later. Or, adios. Happy. <laughs>